Hey kids, the Baby Furcast is an adults-only podcast intended for mature audiences over the age of 18 and covers topics in the adult baby, age play, and baby fur communities. Listener discretion is advised. Funding for the Baby Furcast is provided by these lovely patrons on our Patreon. Triple Panic, Speller19, Tommy Dixie, Toddler Girl, Floofy Jackal, Koneko, Jake, Laura, Raspberry, Laughin' Chelsea, Melbent, Grizz, and listeners like you. Thank you! If you'd like to support the Baby Fur cast while getting access to additional bonus episodes of the show, as well as unedited director's cuts of each episode and access to our Discord server where you can listen in on live recordings of the show as well as talk with the cast, head on over to patreon.com slash babyfurcast to subscribe to our Patreon. So this is a podcast that we're doing right now. I'm, I'm is, seriously cutting it. I'm seriously cutting is, it. Uh, <laughs> the the well, podcast has started. It's just me and Lily Welcome, today. welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome yes. to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Baby Fur Podcast. Me and Smelly are kind of together today because we currently uh, have a Nathaniel away at a convention and he's going to be having a fun time there doing a live episode which means it kind of left us alone and we thought man what can we do together and i realized we haven't really talked about how we met because me and spelly have known each other for way too long way too long it's been like a good six or seven years at this point so we graduated in 2017 i think yeah and we met my second year there second year in in college yeah so that was 2016 when we met no it was 2015 no it started 2016 because that was the start of my health semester oh maybe i had okim chemical or it was like okim to uh process engineering it was just too much work like i had multiple day projects that i was Literally just sitting there and going, well, I can't afford to look at my phone. (laughs) I need to not be looking at my phone because I have way too many projects to do still. Yeah. But I passed Okim 2 because... Okim 2 was rough. Okim 2... I passed it based on the fact that the teacher was bad... And I was hoping for the curve. And guess what? We got that curve. <laughs> they, ever, they tell ADHD people just to memorize all those fucking things. And I go, I can't do that. I physically can't do that. <laughs> like, there's not enough ways for me to sit down and look at flashcards and memorize every single chemical reaction and the reagents. But we got the D. <laughs> That's all that we needed. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we're roughly the same age. Like, you're literally three I think I'm months like, younger than me. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, to the day. <laughs> like, exactly three months. It's pretty impressive. Oh, no, it's four months. Or five. Anyways. Uh... Um, but yeah, we met around that, around that time, and I was going through a really rough period where a a relationship I was in kind of had just ended, and it was like a really shitty, rough ending for me, 
It and... wasn't a dog rough ending either. It was like an actual rough ending. Yeah. It it wasn't a happy um happy situation. Um and then I had just lost a really close friend who uh I really need to do my round, but yeah, I had lost a really close friend and I kind of was in a really low period of my life. And at one point, my sister was like, you need to get the fuck out of there for a bit because you're killing yourself at school. So I was like, OK, I'll go to this convention. And I, there I did some like S&M stuff and it was fun. And then we me and Smelly met in a server I was in that I got brought into by. A cat. A cat it was a mush cat. cat. Yeah, I think it was I think it was from a, from a transgender chat I was in that I ended up mm. leaving. Well, no. So I was brought into that chat by someone else who I think I met in a transgender chat. Uh, and I later left that chat because they kept fat shaming me and I developed an eating disorder as a result. Whoa. Um, I yeah. thought my anxiety is the only thing that causes eating disorders. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and, and yeah, uh, we met. And... I think I think I just talked about some of the stuff I went and I posted some of the pictures I had taken from the convention because I shot some pretty pretty horny pics. Oh, so was it? Yeah, you you did that, and I think what initially I remember my ADHD button going like blink blink blink. Stay interested in this was because. You were posting biochemistry stuff or cell biology stuff or something. Oh, yeah. This was back when I was a biologist. I mean, I yeah. still am, but, you know, I was then, too. Yeah. So we were both in school for stuff. And I love biochemistry. I hate bio, uh, organic chemistry. I don't ever want to take a biochemistry class because that sounds worse. But I like using cells as part of a process for chemical engineering stuff. <laughs> so I was always interested in microbiology stuff. And then I found this other you know abdl baby fur person who was into snm play and yeah also knew a lot about science and i went oh boy someone i can do stupid hyper focus stuff with but uh, i like i like to super hyper focus yeah, the the problem was was that we were both new at relationships and we were both kind of desperate Like, uh, I, in, in roughly the same period that we're talking, I was going to uh, S&M club, uh, an S&M club every week just to hang out with people. And I thought I could be like, you know, the, uh, I thought I could, just, you know, do the newbie thing of, uh, what is it? The, there's that effect that happens with uh, when you think you're good, but you're not, but you're new. The inexperienced, like you think you know everything because you're inexperienced. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I know nothing. So I was really... It was easy for me to suddenly get into... Yeah, overconfidence. That's what it is. Uh... I was really overconfident. I thought, oh, you know, I can handle a relationship. I could not handle a, a relationship healthily at the time. Uh, and it was going to be my first serious relationship. And the good old college sat. 
Uh, it wasn't a good mixture, but that does not mean that it was a bad experience. Because yeah. Lily and I click very well. Yeah. Only yeah. I, I kind of was an asshole at some points, but I also was super traumatized. You were, yeah. So, like, that's the th weird thing about our whole friendship is that we match up very well together personality-wise, but we should not be in a relationship. With yeah, each I other. was processing what I would call a titanic amount of amount of trauma, and technically, I still am. I was talking about it in the pre-show, where I keep having moments lately where I find out about stuff I did that I definitely did uh, after the fact, like long after the fact, like days later, where I'm like, where someone, where someone like brings up something that I did, or uh, how do I put this? Uh, shit. Or uh, you're doing, you did something. Somebody marks on it later, you go, what? And then you have to go and, like, look for it, and then you find it, really. Like, yeah, that is me. That I, I would do that. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do, but I don't remember doing it. <laughs> and the thing is, if... if, if That's how anyone... most of the tweets on the, po on the, the podcast Twitter show up. <laughs> and and just... here's the thing. Uh, for the people who know me, and there are a lot of people who know me, you know that I remember almost everything that's ever happened to me. Yeah. There's, only, there's two things you know about Lily. She remembers very specific things that happened to her. Very specific. And my memory gets specific. And, I'll be, and, and how I phrase things is really funny. Because I go, you know, I, I, I don't really remember it that well. But, and then I'll give like the most specific shit you could give. I don't remember it that well. But now that I'm thinking about it, it was a cold sunny day on November 13th. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a Thursday. <laughs> I just had my morning coffee at precisely 8.05. Oh. Uh, no. Oh, and you also know Lily because she her first comes were in a good night. <sighs> I mean, it is. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not. It's not, it's wrong. not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Um, people. 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 People don't get that I, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Is it embarrassing in a good way or a bad way? Both. <laughs> Both. Because accidentally coming is pretty hot, but also incredibly embarrassing. When did you find that out about me? Because I, I feel like it's one of those, like, closely... I feel like that. No. I feel like it's like a, uh, a... Not a closely guarded secret, but it's like a a pretty open secret. Like it's 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 not it's not well something known. to bring up, but yeah, it's, it's not that well not... known. But it's enough. It's it's well. It's known enough that people like. It's it's one of those stories people will tell about me, but like it's not the first thing people would remember about me. I think you had to tell me that within like the first year of you knowing me. Yeah, because we were we were both kind of poking around the same way the relationship was. Honestly, I'm gonna say good nights, pretty top tier. Like yeah. even now, even now, I'm like good nights are pretty great diapers. Like they're they're thin, but most commercial diapers like that you buy at the store are, but they're like cozy. They were always cozy. Yeah, I'm too 
I'm too much of a fat boy to to wear them. And they held a surprising amount, like a a, a very surprising amount. Yeah, but Lily, you're like, you're like what a, a like the girl version of a twink. I was I was a twink back then too. <laughs> I mean, I I still I'm I'm a little chubbier now, but at the time when I was when I was okay so there are very weird distinct periods of my life um i was very fat well not very fat i was chubby from the time i was like two years old to the time i was like a junior in high school um and then i was very skinny and muscular for like four years and then i got chubby again and then i lost all that weight at the start before covid and then covid started and i gained some of it back like a bunch of it back yeah, COVID really fucked up everything, didn't it? Yeah, but I'm losing weight again, so it's fine. Yeah, who would have thought that being a healthy lifestyle, being a healthy lifestyle, is also getting out of the trauma location? Yeah, yeah, it turns out that uh, living living with your trauma, like the most traumatic place you ever lived, for an extra five years, uh, is a, I mean four years is a good way to fuck you Bad up. Dear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. That's uh. That was a fun trip. We had the whole your sister realized that I was a diaper that I liked wearing diapers. Listen, my sister is ABDL friendly. Um so fun fact about Ko, when I first met Ko, we didn't plan on meeting that day. <gasps> oh. We is didn't there plan something on something relevant, some kind of announcement that's relevant that you could do a shameless plug for right now? Oh yeah. Uh we have a new podcast coming out called Toddlers Toddlers on Turnbuckles. Uh me and me and Co are tag team the terrible twos. Uh, are are we're getting a podcast. Um oh, what 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 exactly is this podcast? It's going to be a wrestling themed podcast where we are both character we're both in character. Uh we're not gonna break K Fab, except I will definitely break K Fab constantly. Um yeah, but that's part of that's part of the Lily character, really. That is that is part of the Lily character, uh, and yeah, we're we're going to do a podcast about wrestling. Oh, speaking of wrestling, um, I know it's probably nobody uh would would know this, but um, last night Scott, so I'm gonna date the podcast. Yesterday, Scott Hall died, uh, and I'm kind of sad about it because Razor yeah. Ramon was pretty great. He was like the archetypical. He was one of the first people to do like a bad guy who's considered a good guy. Oh, the anti-hero? Yeah. He was one of the first people to kind of do it. Now, he was part of the clique, and the problem with the clique was the same problem with the NWO, which he was also part of, which is they had way too much fucking control backstage, and as a result, their egos ran wild a lot, mm. and it was a problem. It was a problem in both WWE and WCW, um, and it only got worse when Hulk Hogan join the outsiders and form the nwo because hulk hogan if you don't know hulk hogan is a gigantic asshole who nobody likes to work with but works with them because he's super popular inexplicably yep that makes about sense um everybody in the industry i'm pretty sure hates him uh but also they cannot get away from him because of how popular he is and he's only popular because of nostalgia because anyone who's heard anything about him is like yeah fuck him yeah like it's constantly like because the thing about wrestling the industry is it's very respectful of it's very respectful of its history um even though it's trying to change how it is but there's always that respect for history and because of that you always try to like honor it or whatever 
Um, so Hulk Hogan sticks around because he's a major part of that history, but he is a terrible fucking person. I think it's the voice. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the voice. I think it's also the look at the time was very popular. Um, yeah. incomprehensibly popular because he looks like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh like... no my mind just thought of lily in a bathing suit on the beach yeah being looks... a hot dog i am a fairy <laughs> um he, he he is a hot dog uh man uh he basically destroyed wcw because the thing is the nwo got really popular because it had hulk hogan in it and it was the first time hulk hogan was like a villain um but the thing is, Hulk Hogan had, like, creative control over his contracts, as did the outsiders Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. Uh, well, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Scott Hall is Razor Ramon. Sorry. Um, and because of that, they just made it all about themselves. And, like, they would always make themselves look super-powered or whatever. Uh, and the same shit happened time and time again. And then Hulk Hogan was allowed to come back to the WWE after defecting to WCW. Because he was so big. And the first thing he did <laughs> in his return was when Shawn Michaels came back. Because nobody had ever seen Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels before. And Shawn Michaels is also a member of the Click. But Hulk Hogan, they were originally going to have a three-match series where Hulk Hogan, they, they, go, they went 2-1 with Shawn winning one match. And then it was going to be one, like a two-match series with them winning one. But it kept going down and down. And eventually Hulk Hogan's like, I'm going to wrestle one match with you and that's going to be it. Uh, and I'm going to win. Because Hulk Hogan had creative control. So what Shawn Michaels did, because Shawn Michaels is also an asshole, but he's much better about it now because he's a born-again Christian, and even though that makes you insufferable in other ways, it tends to make you a slightly better person, because normally born-again Christians were, were worse before. Yeah, they're, they're actively they're, trying to fix themselves on some they're, level. They're replacing one addiction with another, and the other addiction t tends to be less, less harmful to other people. It makes you insufferable, but it makes you less harmful, which is fine. I don't like 12-step programs. Um, controversial today. Uh, but yeah, um, Shawn Michaels uh, decided for that show that he wasn't going to sell for Hulk Hogan normally and like play each move as if it's like an actual hit. What he decided was he was going to act like Hulk Hogan was literally the Hulk throwing him around the ring so every time he got hit he would just make himself go flying <laughs> like he would do black backflips and shit every time he got hit and i'm just like this is great no it's it's someone actively hating everything but yeah um that that's our that's our, we have that's a wrestling, yeah. we have a wrestling podcast uh i do want to talk about something i'm going to talk about in the first episode um real quick uh WWE has a weird habit of inexplicable story decisions when something falls through or when they can't figure out an ending. So uh, one of the problems they have is for like two separate storylines, the end reveal was that it was the leprechaun that lived underneath the ring uh, that was behind it, which is an ending. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> that that is an ending they could go with yes i don't know why they chose the video game comic ending like comedy ending like the the joke ending that you get in some video games but you know yeah there is a gender tf tf plot line in one of their wwe video games oh no yeah 
your your awakening. <laughs> uh, but I do remember to get back on topic of the story of our crazy relationship. Uh the next the next one that we definitely talk about is the wonderful week long trip I did. Yeah, what uh, happened? Huh? What? What? What, happened? what? Hi, I'm Lily. Alright, that's a sign that we've both messed up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> for uh, our... There was a week... There's a summer, the first year after we did the thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you came to my place, and I had just taken the MCAT, and then we went to Wendy's, and I got chili and a, and a Baconator. Yeah, we did that. No, no, no. First, it was your father stalking us, remember? Oh, yeah. No, that, no, we got at Wendy's and chill. Uh, I got Wendy's directly after MCAT because you guys picked me up from the MCAT and we went and got Wendy's because I was hungry because I hadn't eaten that morning. Well, but that, we went to dinner that day, though. We did go to dinner that night. We went to this seafood restaurant out of town in a different town. I want to be very specific. This was in a different city. Yeah. It was like an hour and a half away. It was very good. Um, but my dad, so so we were eating together, and as I get up to go to the restroom at some point, I see my dad sitting at another table looking at me. And when we get up to leave the restaurant, I'm like, my dad is right there. So, yeah. And then he met my dad and his mistress. My dad's mistress was also there. Just fucking, your dad's crazy. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, I don't even know how he found out, but there's no way. I don't know. We don't know how there's, he found out. There's we don't know how he found, like, he decided to follow you that day for some reason. Like We don't, he's not the type to eat at places like that, and he's not rich, and he's, like, there's no way he would have gone that far out of the way. Yeah, so he had to be following us. Yeah. And not only that, but, like, he'd have to know that you were doing that but also we came at a weird time because no one should show up the day of an MCAT yeah so it's like maybe he was watching you from the MCAT but like man that was crazy so anyways then we went to the, the to the aquarium what else did we do what else did we do immediately that day no, I think the aquarium was the thing that we did next. Yeah, we went to the aquarium, and we went to Build-A-Bear. Yeah. We went to Build-A-Bear, and then we went to the aquarium, and you felt really little, because there was the petting pool where you could pet... Yeah. Where you could pet the, the stingrays, but you couldn't reach them, and it made you feel tiny. Listen, not only that, but also, when there's just fishies. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Just there was to also a zoo or an poison aquarium. dart frogs there. Yeah, and I remember staring at the poison dart frogs because they're in these little enclosures, and like with trees and stuff. And they're sitting up there going, "Ooh, you can see me. I'm poisonous." Ooh. But kind of only on like a walkway, and it's kind of tucked into the corner. And it was really yeah, cool. yeah. There's also the the horseshoe crabs, but they freak me out. Yeah, I can see that. They're weird. They're, they're, 
they're like alligator. I mean, alligators. They haven't changed. <sighs> Listen, don't fix what's broke. What ain't yeah. broke. Don't fix what ain't broke. Yeah. And then, uh, went to Build-A-Bear, and I got the plushie, the Tanner. The Tanner. The most important plushie. He has a thumper in it, and now anytime someone goes oh, the to thumpers. build yeah, thumper any Anytime someone goes to Build-A-Bear, I really insist that they put a thumper in their stuffed animal. Yeah, a lot of my Build-A-Bears have thumpers. Because they're very, it's very little making. It's not only that, but it's also like the best thing to squeeze. Because like, you can time it and everything, you can get it right. Uh, and sometimes you forget it's there, and then you give a big hug, and it's there, and you remind, and you remember. Oh yeah. Rah. Or. That's just, you know, ADHD object permanence going on. <laughs> object permanence issues. Yeah, I have object permanence issues. Yeah. Apparently, all ADHD people have. Oh, I have another story to tell that's unrelated to this. Unrelated okay. to us meeting. I just all remembered right. it. Um, so you know how I live in the baby fur capital of the United States? Yeah, see so yeah. Okay. So I was visiting a friend, uh, uh, downtown. Uh, yeah. and if you guys are, if you guys live in Seattle, I'm going to go ahead and, and give you an idea of where I was. Um, I, I don't want to give away their the place they live. Yeah, but there's this there's this sketch ass McDonald's downtown, and it's near there. And right now, uh, all the people that were hanging out around the McDonald's, all the homeless people are gone because there's a mobile precinct there. And honestly, I miss the sketchiness of it. The sketchiness is where the fun is. Because it was replaced by fucking cops, and I don't like cops. That's um, true. But yeah, I don't like cops. And anyways, I was visiting my friend, and I was I was coming from work, so I was in my like my like scrubs and shit. And I walk yeah. in, I walk into the to to her building, and I see someone with a pacifier on like a necklace, like a candy necklace, not like. Like, you know, beads yeah. and everything. And I'm like, hey, I like your pacifier. And then I go the fuck upstairs to see my friend. Uh, come like two days later, I'm on Discord. And someone starts talking about the sketchy ass McDonald's near their house. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I think I know where you live. Uh, did, did someone run by you in your lobby the other day and mention your pacifier to you? That was in Scrubs, because I'm like, that was me. And yeah, it was it was me. <laughs> oh. So I've been hanging out hanging out with those people lately. New friendos. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> so I've been hanging out with them. Um, and that's that's Seattle for you. Shit happens. Man. That'd be nice to get. Yeah. Actually, really, it's the it's the problem with being autistic, right? Like, I want to be in a lively place, but a lively place that I can control, which isn't things that mix well. I'm pretty super autistic. I I'm riding that spectrum pretty hard. Oh yeah, same. This is just the this is really just the spelling and the like, try to tell their story episode, but winds up being being best friends. Um, but yeah. So we went to the we went to the aquarium that day, and it was awesome. It was at it was at uh, 
so, so I lived in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina at the time, and I'm fine talking about this now because I don't live there anymore. Um, but uh, I was at Bro- we were at Broadway at the beach, which is uh, this like touristy area, and there's a yeah. lot of weird shit there, including including the Ripley's Aquarium, which has one of my favorite things at an aqua- an aquarium can have, which is a shark tunnel. Yes, that and was shark- cool. Shark tunnels are cool. And I, I'm a huge fan in general. I'm a huge fan of giant uh, fish tanks that uh, are just like one small ecosystem put together. Yeah, and I was once responsible for keeping those fish alive. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. I was like 16 years old, and this person walks into my job because I worked as a water, water lab, at a yeah. water lab um, for a pool company. And turns out the aquarium does like their their water some of their water stuff there for like certain chemicals in it and uh yeah i tested their water for them externally make sure that ph I'm sure is they good. normally do their stuff at their own place but yeah I, I gotta test their water um for them which was cool that was pretty funny yeah anyway and then yeah we and then we there. had the last thing i think i remember from that is we met up with somebody i'm not gonna say their name yeah, we met up at uh, a place called Art Burger and Sushi. Yeah, and the food there was really fucking good. It was. They had they they decided to do an American tank on sushi rolls, and their American tank on it was uh they had the the little like rice roll the the ra- band that you drop the rice rolls in, the seaweed yeah. I think. Yeah. And they put a chicken. Mac- sh- they put mac and cheese instead of rice. And yeah. then they put a chicken tinder in there. Yeah, or was it bar- barbecue? I, it was something. It was bar- like a barbecue sauce and chicken tinder. Might have been yeah, it was really fucking good. Yeah. I want... I just want another sushi roll that's just mac and cheese and chicken and seaweed and barbecue sauce mixed in together. Surprisingly good. <laughs> it was really good. And then we, uh, and then we went to... Um, and then, and then you left, and... I left, but I got the picture that was my computer background for a long-ass time. I think it's yeah, still in rotation. Yeah, glommed onto you. Yes, where I could see the... <laughs> I could barely see the diaper peak and the diaper swish. Yeah, there's a diaper underneath. Um, I was yeah. wearing... I forgot what shirt I was wearing, but I was wearing, um... That's a, a black I was shirt. Wearing, I was wearing some swim trunks that I normally wear. Yeah. Because I, I, I lived at the beach, so wearing swim trunks was a normal thing. Like, wearing board shorts instead of, like, pants was fine. Like, that was socially acceptable there. <clears throat> um, And that's very weird, living not at the beach anymore, to get, like, weird looks when you when you aren't wearing, like, yeah. regular pants. <laughs> I've been called out for it before, and it makes me feel bad. Really? Come on, it's Seattle. Yeah, well, I right. called out in Seattle because Seattle's not that oh. bad about it. Oh yeah, other places. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Why are you wearing swim trunks?" I'm like, "I feel very comfortable in them. They are comfortable, and I will wear them like I do." Because I was comfortable. Yeah, but you know, I am, I, I am a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I had that breakdown the next year where. Uh, my mental health degraded pretty Yo, se- same severely, and I stopped sleeping for a while. And you were like, "Do you want to come? Let me. Okay, we have a long weekend. You're gonna come here, and you're gonna 
like chill yeah, it's Memorial Day. Yeah, decompress, and you like the first thing that happened there was you put me in bed. Yeah, because you were tired. I was tired. No, what? A, oh, that was winter break. You spent winter break with me. No, that was that was different. This was this was me visiting because you were at school at the time. Yeah, uh, but we I, started I, the winter break at school. No, this was a different one because I stayed for three days for this one. Okay. Um, I stayed for three days. Um, uh, and the first thing you did is I ended up in your bed and I no, I was on the couch. Yeah. And I immediately laid down and I slept. And I don't remember anything that happened between the period of you leaving the room and me waking up because I woke up and you were there again. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know I had slept for like a long period. I thought I just like opened and closed my eyes and you had pizza. It was was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember you were sitting on my lap and me taking pictures of that. Yeah. Well, there's a picture of me in my like onesie with my pink pacifier. Yeah, you were asleep um, for that one. Yeah, I was asleep. Uh, and then another thing happened during that trip, which was really funny, which was I was on your bed, and it started shaking, and I thought yeah, you were shaking the bed. I had an earthquake. I thought you were shaking the bed. And then I woke up, and I'm like, why were you shaking the bed? And you're like, that was an earthquake. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an earthquake. <laughs> we were on the third story of a building. <laughs> We all the the whole thing moving. I didn't even realize that. Oh, this is an earthquake. Oh, wow. Hope this doesn't collapse on us. (laughs) Um, And then I went back and then I spent winter break with you because I was in the habit of never going home for winter break or whatever. Yeah, it was also Um, an easy excuse to let you not be at your house. (laughs) And it was nice. I made I made a Roladen with Schwetzel for you guys, which is the first time I've made Schwetzel. And it was pretty good. Uh, I did some really cool things with it. I uh, fried some bacon, and then I took the schwetzel, and I took the breaking grease, and I I uh, tossed it in the bacon grease and fried it off a little bit more, and it was really good. Um, and then uh, your parents liked me because I did something that, you know, you, they thought was, like, just me being a good house guest. I uh, cleaned the bedding for the bed I slept on. That um, wasn't the reason you did that, though. Yeah, that wasn't the reason. Uh, do, you, do you want to tell that part of the story? Because you thought it was adorable. Yeah, so uh, I was asleep. And then Lily comes into my room, whines like a puppy does, and gets into my bed. Because we were... I don't share space well. Uh, <laughs> but she comes and lies on my bed with me in a hug. And apparently it's because she leaked. Like, really bad. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a small thing either. It wasn't. <laughs> it was really severe, and I'm just... I leaked really bad, and you're like, it's okay. <laughs> it, was, it was really adorable, because it was, like, instant, like, I need to be hugged and cuddled. Yeah, and uh, then I put all the laundry in, in the... In, and I took your the clothes to the laundry. Now, I will say your parents did think I was a good house guest already, because I did all the dishes after cooking. <laughs> Which isn't, they're, like, a normal... They're pretty, they're pretty lax in general. Which isn't like a normal thing to do. Um, that is a thing I do. If I visit someone's house and I eat at their house, I will clean your dishes for you. <laughs> Out of That's habit. Fair. That's fair. Um, uh, so yeah, I they thought I was just a really good house guest, but I had actually leaked so bad because I had wet the bed severely that night. Um, and the thing is, once I leak, I have a lot of trouble uh, sitting in the puddle. <laughs> yeah. 
So she had to she had to come to my room and finish her sleep. I was still leaking at the time too. <laughs> but luckily, I had it changed out of the padding. I was still in it. Oh yeah, no. But luckily, I don't really care that much. <laughs> yeah, I was I was still in the same padding. We never changed. Uh, I just went right back to bed. It's not um, what you needed right then. And then the next time you visited was three years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Was it three years ago? It might have been two or three years ago. It was sometime after college. Yeah. Um when and I got you my had to ball- get your balls removed. Yeah, I was getting my balls removed because uh I don't know if I don't know if people know this, but I was in a terrible accident. Um and my balls got absolutely crushed uh by by a hound. Um and yeah, it was terrible. They had to be removed and Spelly came to support me. I'm just kidding. Uh, in reality, what had happened is, uh, hey, can I get my balls out? They're like, yeah, sure, let's run it through insurance. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, normally insurance requires you to have like letters or whatever. But the thing is, I was in South Carolina where they don't want to acknowledge trans people exist. But because of that, there's no actual like pathway for getting let for for insurance covering it. And as a result, they just wrote it as medically necessary, and we're fine with it. <laughs> And then so, you yeah. got your balls off, which um, was the, fir- the best story. The first night, the first night, we just we went out to eat at a, a Brazilian steakhouse, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but we also good. we also went to Build a Bear, and we both got uh, saber tooth tigers. Yeah, and that was cool. And yeah. she um, is Tanner's older sister. I kind of feel bad because I wanted to make a cone, but I didn't make a cone of shame the next day but i did get my pup hood the day before you got there yeah um so there are pictures of me somewhere of me in the jock strap from the hospital they give you because they put you in a like this like it's a medical gauze jock jock strap that you're supposed to wear like the next day to prevent like a hernia from forming and this was on like a wednesday that i got the surgery or was it a friday i think it was a thursday actually because we went to magic the next day yeah, uh, and I made some bad decisions that I got called out for at work <laughs> for doing. But um, so I got oh. I got I got snipped, and uh, I had this thing, and I think you knew about it, where I was gonna make a like tell a joke when I woke up. No, I, I didn't like, know about this. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I had planned this like for weeks in advance because I'm like I need to say something funny when I wake up. Um. And the thing is, people know I'm a very good actor, and people know that I can, like, pull shit, like, I could pull shit out of my ass. But I'm like, I know I'm gonna be a little drowsy, because they're putting me under anesthesia. So I just, I just get ready, and the moment I open my eyes after surgery, and I see there's someone coming, I immediately shut them again, and, like, start, like, half opening them, and I go, I go, I see them, and I go, uh, did they get the kidney stone out? Which is a really funny thing to say <laughs> to a nurse right after you got your testicles removed. <laughs> and I thought, that's the silliest. There's like, that's like, that's terrifying for that nurse. <laughs> that's such a terrible shit thing to do, but it was hilarious in retrospect. Yeah, um, I mean. Yeah. So, so I got my balls out, uh, and then the next day we went to Magic, and you got to play. I think I came in like sixth place in the tournament because it was like a twenty-person tournament, twenty or yeah. thirty. Yeah. Um, and then we played. 
and then we played Midnight, and uh, oh, I think I got milled. Chase. Yeah, <laughs> Midnight Plane Chase Draft, and I think I got milled out that night. <laughs> uh, and I learned my ability to just not say anything and everybody ignore me, and then I slowly do too well. <laughs> yeah, because we were doing like a Ravnica set, uh, standard draft, where we drafted from one pack of Ravnica allegiance guilds of ravnica and war of the spark which is a really fun format um that i feel like should have been more standard because it was really fun as a format and uh i got i got a little i flew a little too close to the sun and um we hit a plane where it was like i was kind of in it to win it as much as i wanted to say (laughs) yeah i i i i was going to win plane chase my last plane chase in south carolina but someone goaded me so i had I, this side story this was in coldheim and there's a monster in that set uh, a creature in that set that if you play it it forces your opponent to swing out at a, uh to swing out yeah, um, yeah order. and i had about two copies of my deck and i also had kaya which lets me recur things randomly like as long as i put a counter on them after you banish them so i would just banish it and bring it back repeatedly <laughs> And if I had been patient and let him swing into me, but instead I decided to swing out because someone's like, you can win now if you swing out. And I swung out and I lost because I swung out. Uh, If I hadn't swung out, I would have won. But anyways, um, the story that happened there is we hit a plane where it was like for every, every legal target, copy this spell. And I played the split card, the Azorius split card. That's like tap a creature, tap target creature, draw a card. Which meant for the 16 people that were playing, I drew a card for every single creature on the board and drew a little over 80% of my deck. And then they milled me out. You had to be killed. Because someone was like, someone was like, yeah, you literally set yourself up for this by milling 80% of your deck for your by yourself. But it was, was a cool thing. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a legitimately good play. If it wasn't for other there being mill in the set. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a fun game. I think you came in third that night too. Yeah, yeah. It was literally down to me versus two local, like yeah. teaming, like who knew each other well, like we're best friends. Here's the thing That's about like... that store. That store is just full of spikes. Oh yeah. No, like, it was just two spiky people that knew each other versus some random dude from Oklahoma. That entire yeah. that entire store, like the people that top were like me and like six spikes. <laughs> For tournaments, it was literally I'm the only person who topped that was not a spike because all I did was make silly stupid decks that do sh- that do dumb shit. Uh I will say it's because I go for synergies and I dive really hard into synergies. Like I'll I'll take all the gold cards. Uh, the uncommon gold cards, uncommon signpost gold cards, and I'll just go into three colors and be like a, a little a little goblin creature. Um, I think my favorite set to do that with was was Modern Horizons because Slivers was in that set, and there was a shit ton of changelings. So you just grab changelings and slivers, and you get a stupid fucking change sliver deck going. Uh, slivers are fun. There need to be more slivers. Yeah. Wizards, make us wizards. I know you're listening currently. Wizards, sliver set, slivers versus I don't know, yeah. uh, Phyrexians. Don't do that. No. Okay, but we are getting Phyrexians versus versus uh versus um Eldrazi. Probably not. 
No, this is where it's going. And the reason why I know that is the last prediction Tamio made was about Emrakul in the moon on Innistrad. And the reason Emrakul went into the moon as Emma was she said that they said it said that it was waiting for an event. The thing is, a bunch of shit went down on Innistrad that I don't really know much about. It involved the moon or something. Um, uh, Emrakul was slowing the setting of the sun and like there's yeah. an Olivia Markov plot to become the queen of all the vampires. And there was there you know, was the two bloodlines. It was pretty. So, so let's let's talk about magic real quick. Uh, magic uh, kind of caused a problem about 20 years ago and never fixed it. And then they revisited it about 12 years ago and they still and they made it worse. And then it, the problems just sat there. For about 12 years. And occasionally they're like, yeah, that's still going on. Uh, we are not going to address it yet. And starting with Coldheim, they started because they had killed off their main villain. Or they didn't kill him off. They It was really starting like in Theros because they freed Elspeth. Oh, yeah. They mentioned. Yeah. Elspeth literally had a nightmare about it. Um, yeah. uh, the Phyrexians who took over Mirrodin, or New Phyrexia as it's called now, um, are still there and are canonically super powerful. The thing is, starting with Kamigawa, uh, they're, like, actually taking part of the story again. Um, and we've known it's been a problem for a while. And the, the, the thing that makes me think that it's going to be Eldrazi versus um, Phyrexians is what Tamio's ultimate fate was. Which is, Tamio was turned into a Phyrexian Ooh. in the most recent set. And because of that, because Tamiyo is so intertwined with Emrakul, I really do think it's going to be Emrakul comes back to fight the Phyrexians. Which, honestly, um, Phyrexian Emrakul would be pretty cool. Yeah. And but they literally even... just killed off... Uh, like, the, the, Tamiyo is also a good pick just to be killed off in general, because... Well, she uh, wasn't killed off. To... She was completed. Oh, yeah. For something bad to happen to her in general, because uh, she's nice librarian mom. I also, don't, I also don't like that they brought back Spyrexian mana again. That was pretty interesting. Um, with Tamio, they're like, yeah, uh, Phyrexian mana's back, and we're not going to acknowledge it. Or this one card for the one, single one card. <laughs> one card! I don't like the precedent it's setting, because that is a very high storm scale thing. Uh, I think Phyrexian mana was like a 9 on the storm scale, but causes problems because apparently 2 life is worth way less than 1 mana. <laughs> yeah, it is. In, in all my magic decks, my life is about 20 when I play start Killing Commander because I just paid all my life for it and I will. Yeah, that seems fine. Yep. That, that, uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited You for this. pushed me to get into magic too? I haven't played in a while. I really want to go play, but I need to find a good store. Because a lot of the stores here are really cool. Professor is from there. What? The Professor, the Larian Community College, is from Seattle. Yeah, but I think he plays at Star City Games or something. No. Oh. Which is in Portland. Um, Anyways. The, the problem here is that a lot of the stores, like there's two big stores, which is Mox Boarding House and Phoenix. And I want to go to Phoenix, but the problem is because it's such a big city... Um, and serves so many people, 
a lot of the stores are bigger chains rather than what feels like a friendly local game store. I can see that. And that is something I like. I like I like small little hobby shops that you play small tournaments in. Um I did I did spike uh and, and the problem is about that is you also get a different store culture where there really isn't one. But the people I played against last time here made me really not enjoy it because they're not spikes. Like I'm used to playing against spikes, so I'm used to fucking with them pretty hardcore. Because the oh, thing about yeah. you the thing to about yourself down. The thing about spikes at my store is the spikes knew I wasn't a spike, but they respected me for the fact that if they didn't, they knew there's a high chance they would lose. Because <laughs> I don't play like a normal crazy person. I mean, normal player. I play in a very um, like crazy person. I play very inconsistently where there are times where I just make bafflingly terrible decisions, but there are times where I'm a mad fucking genius. <laughs> and they never knew what they were going to get. So if you played me, it was never a question of, oh, you're going to win automatically. There was only like two people that ever, like, I think there was only like two people that actually ever only won against me. Um, like that, like they only they won against me every single time. It was never like that. It was always there was like a thirty percent chance that the top players in the store would lose to me by playing me, which is why nobody really liked to play me. Uh, because if they did, there there was just a chance that I would do something really stupid uh, and win somehow. Um, also because I have insane luck and nobody talks. Everybody acknowledged it in the store. They're like, yeah, Lil, she just has that. That's just something she could do. Lily, where the uh, top deck queen. Um, where if you've ever drafted with me, you'll know for some re- Like, this is a legitimate thing that happened in the first plane chase, midnight plane chase that ever happened I played in. This was Guilds of Ravnica, and it was a draft, and it's a three-pack draft, and I got three Arclight Phoenixes. Which at the time was like a twenty-five dollar card, <laughs> and I got three of them in my deck, which in the hands of a better player would have instantly won me the game. But uh, I'm not a good player. Uh, the counterplay, I suck. <laughs> or the times in M20 or to M21, it was M20 where yeah. uh, I got. Omnath and Risen Reef. I drafted probably ten times during that set, and I got Omnath and Risen Reef in four separate drafts. And every time I played Elementals, I got at least two Risen Reefs, which is a card that everybody drafted because they knew it was good. <laughs> yeah, Risen Reef is pretty bullshit. I don't know why it was a uncommon card. Oh, I I didn't get to tell you the story. Oh man, Go ahead so I have me. this. I had this story. So there's uh, in Strixhaven's commander decks, there's this fractal one that says the first time you make a token every time each turn, it comes in as a copy of another creature, uh, as another creature on the field. Uh, and I got to. Well, I know one game I made multiple Risen Reefs, which was great. Which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. But, once you get like what once the second Risen Reef hits the field and you start playing any elemental, like I would get I would do the, the... Oh no 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 I just make five Risen Reefs at one time, Willie. Oh that yes. was the solution. <laughs> but the great thing about Risen Reef is it triggers Risen Reef. <laughs> so 
There was that game, but there's also a game where I made I might have replicated Cheddarhoof Behemoth or something like that. No, no, no. I sacrificed like a nine drop to a weird old card that made uh amount of tokens equal to the CMC it had. Yeah. So I went like crater hoof and then sack something else, make like nine more crater hoofs. When we played plane chase, did we ever hit the plane that's like sack all your creatures and make a bunch of sapperlings equal to the number? No, <laughs> equal no. to the number. I would have loved that plane. Equal to the power and toughness. I know you would have. Yeah. Because you can have like, because legitimately people would get like fifty sapperlings and be like, I have fifty sapperlings currently. The dream. The fucking dream. <laughs> So yeah, chump, chump blocking always got interesting during those tournaments. Yeah, but uh, eventually the relationship did have to end because, yeah, as we talked I about was, before, I was getting worse mentally and started well, getting really angry for no fucking. Reason. No, we're just not the right for a full-on relationship couple, and this is why we advertise for Polly because you see, Lily and I are good best friends. We can spend yeah. a week with each other and love every second of it. However, we think too much alike. And that's really bad when you're both autistic sometimes. Because then we, like, we don't communicate well with each other. But, like, we're going to be off about, like, one thing. And it's going to mess up, like, the whole pile that we've somehow cobbled together. And it's going to be, like, Jenga. Jenga. Yeah. So, I, I like Jenga because you can stack things. I like how you stack. I like stacking. I like stacking? Yeah. That's why Listen, you only allow it with two pull-ups on. I, I, love, I love things that give the autism brain the happy juice. That's true. I do love those too. Mostly it's the happy juice. The autism happy juice. Yeah, and the happy juice is pretty important. <laughs> the happy juice is why I wake up in the day. It's why I get sad and why I can never watch community. Because I loved Abed so much that having to stop hurt me physically. I <laughs> <laughs> dog. <laughs> no, so... Eventually... This is what, like, I don't want to say, like, a healthy breakup, but, like... It wasn't healthy at the time. No. Uh, I think I think in retrospect, it was probably the, for the best. It was definitely for the best. Yeah. Because we had both stagnated, and, like, we were always going to have to deal with the trauma that we caused one another. Because we're going I to was, mess up. I was, I was incredibly traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> like, we all talk about how, like... People don't realize how severely mentally fucked I am. Um, I know I come off as pretty together a lot of the time because I have a job and I'm going to med school and I have kind of like a professional seeming personality. Uh, but then that's all like masking. That's, that's, that's masking, <laughs> masking and determination. <laughs> masking so hardcore that it's like. Like it, it's 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 autopilot for me. That's like yeah. that's autopilot. Literally, it's determination. Yeah, 
well, it's not even determination. It's just autopilot because I hate most of what I do. Um, oh. but it's kind of just autopilot for me. But I thought like the goal. I thought you like you you want to achieve a goal. Yeah, it feels nice to achieve a goal. So. And you set your first goal really high in your life. Yeah. But, but I can keep going, you know. Yeah. And that's good because I think that has helped me. Because uh, any of the trauma I caused you, I didn't cause as big of a trauma as as I would have caused anybody else. So I could make some mistakes with you, and that be okay. But yeah. now, now we're on the best friend chapter. Hey, this is post-editing Spelly. Uh, much like last time, we had some small technical difficulties with how we record, and our ending got scrapped. So, luckily we had said everything that we needed to say, and I'm just here to do wrap-up. So, you can find us at the at BabyFurcast on Twitter. You can find me at Speller underscore 19 on Twitter. And you can find Lily at at LilyPup on Twitter, if I remember right. If you also like the show and want to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find that on our Twitter. And you can subscribe. Uh, subscribing to us lets, for $3, you'll get access to bonus episodes. And $5, you get director's cut, if I remember right. Either way, I hope you guys had a fun time enjoying the show, hearing this backstory. And now, goodbye.